Chapters 5 through 8 of the Second Epistle of Paul to the Corinthians from the New Testament, translated by Abner Neeland. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter 5 for we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were destroyed we have a building from god a house not made by hands a onion in the heavens for we groan in this tabernacle earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our habitation which is from heaven since we shall indeed be found clothed upon and not naked for we who are in this tabernacle groan being burdened not that we wish to be unclothed but clothed upon that mortality may be swallowed up by life now he who hath prepared us for this purpose is god who hath also given us the earnest of the spirit wherefore we are always of good courage and know that while we are present in the body we are absent from the lord for we walk by faith not by sight we are of good courage i say and desirous rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the lord wherefore we earnestly strive also that whether present or absent we may be well pleasing to him for we must all be made manifest before the judgment seat of christ that every one may receive the things in the body according to what he hath done whether it be good or bad knowing therefore the terror of the lord we persuade men and we are made manifest to god and i hope that we are made manifest in your consciences also for we commend not ourselves again to you but give you occasion to boast on our account that ye may have something to answer those who boast in appearance and not in heart for whether we have been transported beyond ourselves it is to god or whether we be sober it is for you for the love of christ constraineth us judging this that if one died for all then the whole were dead and he died for all that the living should no longer live to themselves but to him who died and was raised for them wherefore henceforth we know no one according to the flesh yea though we have known christ according to the flesh yet now we no longer know him wherefore if any one be in christ this is a new creation the old things are passed away behold all things are become new but all things are from god who hath reconciled us to himself through jesus christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation namely that god was in christ reconciling the world to himself not imputing to them their trespasses and hath committed to us the doctrine of reconciliation we are therefore ambassadors for christ as though god besought you by us we in behalf of christ entreat you be ye reconciled to god for god hath made him who knew no sin a sin offering for us that in him we may be made the righteousness of god chapter six now fellow laborers we also beseech you that ye receive not the favour of god in vain for isaiah saith i have heard thee in a time accepted and in the day of salvation i have assisted thee behold now the well-accepted time 
Behold now the day of salvation. Giving no one offense in anything, that our ministry be not blamed, but in all things recommending ourselves as the ministers of God, in much patience, in afflictions, in necessities, in distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments, in disturbances, in labors, in watchings, in fastings, in purity, in knowledge, in long-suffering, in kindness, in a holy spirit, in love unfeigned, in the word of truth, in the power of God, yea, through the right hand and left hand armor of righteousness, through honor and disgrace, through evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet well known, as dying, and behold, we live, as chastened and not killed, as grieved yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing all things. Our mouth is opened to you, O Corinthians, our heart is enlarged, ye are not straitened in us, but ye are straitened in your own bowels. Now as a recompense for this, I speak as to my children, be ye also enlarged. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with iniquity? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said, I will dwell among them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separated, saith the Lord, and touch not any unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father to you, and ye shall be to me sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Chapter 7 Having therefore these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all defilement of flesh and of spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Receive us. We have wronged no one. We have corrupted no one. We have defrauded no one. I speak not this to condemn you, for I have said before that ye are in our hearts to die together and to live together. Great is my freedom of speech towards you. Great is my boasting concerning you. I am filled with comfort. I abound exceedingly in joy under all our affliction. For when we were come into Macedonia, our flesh had no rest, but we were afflicted on every side. Without were oppositions, within were fears. Nevertheless, God who comforteth those who are brought low, comforted us by the coming of Titus, and not by his coming only, but by the comfort with which he was comforted on your account when he told us your earnest desire, your lamentation, your zeal for me, so that I rather rejoiced. For though I grieved you by my letter, I do not repent, though indeed I did repent, for I perceive that my letter hath grieved you for a short time only. Now I rejoice, not that ye were grieved, but that ye were grieved to repentance, for ye were grieved in a godly manner, so that in nothing did ye receive damage from us. For a godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be regretted. But the grief of the world worketh death. 
for behold this very thing your being grieved in a godly manner what carefulness it wrought in you yea apologizing yea indignation yea fear yea earnest desire yea zeal yea punishment in all things ye have proved yourselves to be clear in this matter wherefore though i wrote to you i did it not so much on account of him who had done the wrong nor on account of him who had suffered the wrong as that our care for you might be made manifest to you in the sight of god we therefore were comforted by your comfort and we rejoiced more exceedingly for the joy of titus because his spirit was refreshed by you all for if i have boasted to him in any respect concerning you i have not been put to shame but as we spake all things to you in truth so also our boasting which was before titus is found true and his tender affection is more abundant towards you while he remembereth the obedience of you all how ye received him with fear and trembling i rejoice that in everything i have confidence in you chapter eight now we make known to you brethren the very liberal gift bestowed by the churches of macedonia that under a great trial of affliction the abundance of their joy the depth of their poverty hath abounded to the riches of their liberality for to their power i bear witness yea and beyond their power they were willing of themselves beseeching us with much entreaty concerning their gift and the joint administration of it to the saints and this they did not as we expected but they first gave themselves to the lord and to us by the will of god so that we desired titus that as he had already begun to do this so he would likewise finish in you also this work of liberality now as ye abound in everything in faith and utterance and knowledge and all diligence and in your love to us see that ye abound also in this work of liberality i speak not by way of command but to try the sincerity of your love also by the diligence of others for ye know the gracious goodness of our lord jesus christ that for you he was poor being rich that ye through his poverty might be rich and i give my judgment in this matter for this is expedient for you who have already begun not only to do but also to have a willing mind a year ago now then complete also the doing of it that as there was a readiness to will so also there may be a fulfilment out of what ye possess for if there be first a ready mind it is accepted according to what any one hath and not according to what he hath not for i mean not that others may be eased and you burdened but that by an equality your abundance may be a supply at this time for their want that their abundance also may be a supply for your want that there may be an equality as it is written he who had gathered much had nothing over and he who had gathered little had no want but thanks be to god who hath put the same diligent care for you into the heart of titus for he respected indeed my exhortation but being very earnest he went to you of his own accord and we sent with him a brother whose praise in the gospel is throughout all the churches and not that only but who was also appointed by the churches our fellow-traveller with this liberal gift which is to be administered by us to the glory of the lord himself and to the declaration of our ready mind we avoiding this that no one should blame us in this abundance which is to be administered by us 
and providing things which are good not only in the sight of the Lord, but also in the sight of men. And we have sent with them our brother, whom we have often found diligent in many things, but now much more diligent, because of the great confidence which we have in you. If any inquire of Titus, he is my partner and fellow-laborer towards you. Or if our brethren be inquired of, they are the messengers of the churches and the glory of Christ. Wherefore, show ye to them before the churches the proof of your love and of our boasting on your account. The end of chapters 5 through 8 of the Second Epistle of Paul to the Corinthians. Recording by Mark Penfold.